Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects 
vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening. As we broadcast from the desert in the beautiful state of Arizona. Again, this is the Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Maybe you're listening in the archive on the website. Welcome to the broadcast. Maybe you're listening on one of the numerous podcast and radio platforms that the show is available on. Welcome to the show. If you'd like to find those free archives and listen to all of our shows, if you'd like to stream the show anytime that you have time to do so, you can search The Secret Teachings on pretty much every podcast and radio platform. You can also go to our website, And there's a free archive there where you can find the embed player to listen. Scroll through all of the shows. There's an RSS feed you can copy and paste. Plug that into your application. And you can also find links to all of those different podcast applications like Apple, for example. On our website at thesecretteachings.info on the same page under the free Secret Teachings archive. Now, if you'd like to get the show without those advertisements, because there's a bunch of advertisements plugged into each show, you can subscribe to the archive to get the embedded player on the website behind the paywall. There won't be any advertisements in that. And you'll also get a private RSS feed to plug that into your podcast or radio player so that you can listen and download the shows without advertisements. You'll also get access to the montages and my digital books. All of that is available at www.thesecretteachings.info. You can also buy the books there separately. Check out our affiliate sponsors like Pro One Water Filters and, of course, our behind-the-scenes content on Patreon. We're getting more subscribers over on Patreon, so go check Patreon out. We have some really simple tiers, and then we have some higher-end tiers. But if you check us out on Patreon for behind-the-scenes content and more, you can read about all of that there. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. You can also find us on Gab. That's G-A-B and Gitter, G-E-T-T-R. We're starting to grow a, a following there. So we don't have a lot going on on Gab or Gitter. Facebook is the big social media platform, but I'm trying to move away from that. So if you can find us on Gab and Gitter, please like the show. And please uh, interact with us on those platforms. And if you do find the show on uh, a podcast player, a lot of people, most of the people I think that listen to this show listen on Apple, you can uh, go down to the bottom of the page and give us a a rating, uh, four stars, five stars, maybe one star, whatever you think the show's worth. And you can also write a little review there. Maybe it takes 15, 20 seconds, something that you can do to support the show if you enjoy it. Write a little review. Give us a couple of stars. Let us know what you think. And that also encourages other people to listen to the show as well. It is Monday, January 31st into February of 2022. This weekend, uh, I turned 31. It was my birthday. 
Got a couple of really nice birthday gifts from my fiance. I got a big, really heavy-duty Arizona State flag, which I've always wanted one of those. Uh, always loved the Arizona State flag. And if you live out here in Arizona, you can see those those sunsets at night. Uh, it looks like the flag, that deep blue, the red, and the orange. It's really, really beautiful. We have the uh, Tucson State uh, Mountain State Park out here and uh, all the saguaros. It's like attached to the saguaro National Forest. You go out there for sunset, and it looks like the Arizona flag. It's it's so beautiful, those deep colors. It's really, really stunning. So I got one of those, and I got um, I got a, I got like a, a, a big cactus poster because I'm a big fan of cactuses. I always love cactuses. So she got me a couple of gifts. We also went to the shooting range on Sunday, and it's the first time she shot. And uh, neither one of us are like fans of guns, but... I mean, I respect a good firearm and I respect, uh, you know, my inherent right to self-defense and the right to own and properly maintain and legally utilize a firearm. So I appreciate and respect all of that. So we had some fun doing that. Um, Went to the bookstore. I had a pretty good birthday and uh, kind of topped off a, a not so good start to the weekend. We had all these technical issues with this board, which is a brand new board. I've got one of the Roadcaster Pros, and this thing is it was like $600. It's worked so well, and then suddenly on Monday night last week, it went out, and I couldn't get the connection to, to the feed uh, to, to, to connect to the stream uh, through the broadcaster on my little PC here. And uh, the PC, which is also brand new, I paid a few hundred dollars for it, brand new. I had technical issues with that too. Couldn't really figure out what was going on. I couldn't get the board to connect to it, but the board was still connecting to the Mac. And then later on in the week, I had the same issue Friday, right before the weekend, and uh, couldn't get it to connect to the Mac at that point. So it was like it would connect to the PC. It it wouldn't connect to the Mac, and then it would connect to one or the other, then neither one of them. Then it it would connect to certain USB ports and not others, and then it would connect to the ones it didn't connect to before. It would start to connect with those. So I troubleshooted everything. And I mean, I contacted the road company. I contacted the company I bought the board from, tech support, people that specialized in the board. And I don't know if this is just me, but I'm, I'm told this all the time. I've been told this by Spreaker. I've been told this by Captivate. I've been told this by Apple. I've been told this by Sweetwater. I've been told this by by Roadcaster, I've never seen anything like it. It's like the same exact line. They're like, I've never seen these kind of technical problems. I've never seen someone deal with something like this. This is completely new. I've got to escalate this call. I've got to escalate this. We've got to talk to management. We, we have no idea. You've got to send the board in. They, they wanted me to send this board in four to six weeks just to look at it. And I told them, like, I, I can't do that. I've got a radio show. Send me. I mean, this, if this board is defective and this is your company's fault, please send me a new board in the meantime, and they wouldn't do that. So, I mean, I had so many technical problems. I appreciate all of you who reached out on Facebook. I mean, I posted a comment there because I just wanted to let let everybody know what was going on. And I mean, I really feel, for me, this is hard to say because it feels outlandish. It feels crazy. But with, with all of the technical problems that I have, and, and, and having other people have seen them, I mean, it really feels like I, I've been digitally targeted and am being digitally harassed. I mean, from this kind of stuff to uh, my, my, my old phone company I used to have, 
I mean, they just sent me to collections for an account that I don't even have. And I called them to say, why am I being sent to collections? And they said, well, you don't even have an account. We don't know. Nobody has a clue, but you've been sent to collections. People got into my bank account. I mean, the last time this happened at this capacity, at this level, was when I interviewed Bill Benny from the NSA. And the next day, my website, my archive, everything got taken down. So I just don't find it to be a coincidence. I was just trying to think, what did I talk about this week that was so offensive that people hacked into my stuff? Or is it a coincidence the board went down as well? And I thought maybe it was because of the show we did last Monday where we were, we were able to demonstrate that there's a way to beat the proverbial system and to do it even without an attorney. We, we beat the system. We overturned a, a corporate policy of a grocery store here in the city of Tucson for the county of Pima because the city didn't have any authority to issue their mask mandate. I thought maybe that was the reason why. I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot going on, and the weekend concluded with a positive day for my birthday. And, I, and after that, I started thinking, okay, I've got to get back on air Monday. What are we going to talk about? And I was thinking, because a lot of listeners suggested, talk about something you know, kind of quirky or fun and try to see if maybe that subverts the any potential digital harassment. And I thought, I've got a perfect topic. I want to talk about M&Ms. And I want to talk about these big candy corporations, like the Mars Corporation, for example. I want to talk about these companies in kind of a strange and unique way that you're probably not going to hear this on other radio shows. You're going to, I mean, you're going to hear the political bias, you know, like conservative commentators and then the liberal commentators. You're going to hear the political angle to all of this. But I think I've got something a little bit different, something more unique. I don't know if, I don't know if you remember, but back in, back around Halloween, to find the exact date of this. But back around Halloween uh, into November of 2021, I did a show with my good friend who's been a co-host with us for years. His name is Mike D. And Mike and I did a show where we were, we, we did, he did, he did like the second half of the show with me. And we were talking about, uh, we were talking about candy actually because Halloween. And we were discussing the Mars Corporation and the, the, the funniest thing happened right after the show. This is around like it was the 4th of, of November, right after the show. Um, well, actually, the show was on the 3rd, but we did an, I did another show on the 4th about this. Right after the show, we, I, I got a text message. And it said, if you'd like to advertise with the Mars Corporation, we'll give you like $600 a week to put like advertisements on your car. And I thought, what are the chances? That's a spam message, okay? Even if it came from the Morris Corporation, that's a spam message as far as I'm concerned. But I got that on my cell phone. I got that message 15 minutes after we concluded our radio show where we trashed the Morris Corporation. I've never got a message like that before. And I can't imagine I'm going to get a message like that again, especially after talking about it. But that is so bizarre, isn't it? Why would I get a message from the Mars Corporation, a text message, literally just minutes after finishing a radio show where we were trashing the Mars Corporation and trashing them because of their, their, their literal, literally, it's on their website, their agenda 
to adhere to whatever the United Nations says, whatever the 17 goals of sustainability are, the 2030 agenda, and uh, what I guess they call progressive politics. I'm, I'm not sure what that is. I mean, it, it ultimately boils down to cultural Marxism. But we trash the Mars Corporation, and then suddenly, oh no, look, I get a text message asking me if I'd like to advertise with the Mars Corporation, and uh, they pay me 600 bucks a week to do it. What are, the, what are the chances of that? Somebody run those odds for me. So we did another show. <laughs> the next night I did a show called Mars Attacks. You know, like the movie, Mars Attacks. And I went into the Mars Corporation a little bit harder. And we, we tore the website apart and we discussed what had happened with this text message, right? And of course, uh, you know, I didn't get any, any uh, mention uh, from the Mars Corporation after that. They never contacted me. They never texted me. They never did anything like that. So I was, I was wondering, is that all just a coincidence too? You know, is that just like my board going out? Is the Mars Corporation contacting me 15 minutes after I do a show trashing the Mars Corporation and offering me $600 a week to advertise with them? Is that just a coincidence as well? I mean, someone who as I do consider myself to be somewhat of a journalist, I don't believe in coincidences. And it's becoming increasingly difficult to believe in coincidences when this kind of stuff happens so consistently. So I trash the Mars Corporation. They say, we'll give you 600 bucks a week to advertise. We get, an, we, get, we get another show prepared where we trash the Mars Corporation further. They never reach back out. I mean, this was in November of last year. And now, you know, the Mars Corporation is all over the news because they're taking this this wonderful stance for inclusivity. Maybe you've seen this, maybe you haven't, but and maybe this isn't the the light comical topic I should have selected because I'm sure some people would like this topic to not be discussed. But if you go to the Mars Corporation website, and that's exactly what they want. They want you to go to their website. They want you to talk about this on radio. They want the free advertisement and the free promotion. They want the profit they're going to make from this. They don't care about inclusivity unless it makes them money. Their website says how M&M's is creating a more inclusive world. Now, you can imagine what that means. And they've got all the colors on their website as if it's Skittles. You know, M&M's taste the rainbow. They've got all these different colors, all the M&M colors. And they say they're creating a more inclusive world. If you scroll down... They've got a picture of a woman who's a leader at the Mars Corporation. You scroll down more, you've got an article on their main website that says sustainable in a generation, where they talk about sustainability in COVID-19. That's strange. Why would the Mars Corporation be talking about that? And why would they be talking about it in a way that literally is a, a script from the United Nations and the World Economic Forum, which is what Klaus Schwab said, let's use COVID-19 to reshape and reimagine the world. That's what that coward Justin Trudeau said, literally calling it building back better, which is exactly what our so-called president of the United States, Joe Biden, ran his campaign on, build back better. I mean, why is Justin Trudeau, Joe Biden, and the Mars Corporation all using the same talking points? The Mars Corporation is also pledging to achieve net zero emissions, and they want to create a sustainable generation you know the mars corporation cares about you 
They care about the green, the blue, and the brown, and the orange, and the yellow, and the red. Mars Corporation, these are good people. That's what we're supposed to think. Here's the problem. Here's the issue I have. The Mars Corporation has rebranded their M&Ms. They've rebranded their M&Ms, so the characters, like the red M&M, he's not really an alpha male anymore. He's not really angry anymore. He's realized his ways were wrong, and he's decided to change his ways. The red M&M now is going to be more of a team player. And the yellow M&M, who's always kind of been slow-witted, a little bit dumb, the yellow M&M has decided, I'm going to be an optimist. And the orange M&M suddenly has all this terrible anxiety. And the brown M&M now is, is, a, is, a, is a female leader. And the blue M&M and, and, and the green M&M, they've changed what they represent as well. The green M&M now is an empowered female who doesn't need to wear high heels. She can wear tennis shoes. I mean, I, I don't really understand either side of this argument. They're pieces of candy. I don't care what they look like. If I want to eat an M&M, I'm going to eat an M&M, you know? I mean, I, I would imagine that the Mars Corporation, if they haven't already done this, they're going to start marketing only green M&Ms for female empowerment. Nobody wants to eat those mean red M&Ms. Nobody wants to eat those anxious orange M&Ms. But you got to be careful, though, because the orange M&Ms, according to, well, I've got several articles on it, the orange M&Ms are Jewish now. And, and Jewish people have identified with the orange M&M. I, I swear to God. I mean, this is the Washington Post, the Irish Times, big, big news articles all over the Internet. It's M&Ms, M&Ms, M&Ms. The orange one has anxiety. He's probably a Jew, which I think that's kind of probably offensive, isn't it? And the green M&M, she's an empowered woman. And the red M&M, he's decided to work together as a team now. Oh, and that yellow M&M, he's not going to be dumb anymore. He's going to be an optimist. And I wonder if the Mars Corporation or the people that are buying this stuff, literally and figuratively, I wonder which one is, 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 is more mentally ill. Are the people at the Mars Corporation more mentally ill, or are they just really, really good at conducting business? Which is that, that's what I think it is. I think it's all about conducting business. I think it's mental illness, acting as mental health, promoting these different characters, religions, and, and skin colors, and genders, and sexes, which is ultimately the promotion of poisoned candy, which food colorings, you talk about giving you anxiety, food colorings and, 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 and processed sugars, etc., promoted by big corporations and big banks that make obscene amounts of profit by poisoning your mind and body while trying to act as if they care about inclusivity and equality and the environment while poisoning the environment, poisoning your mind and poisoning your body and then getting free marketing from people like yours truly by talking about the Mars Corporation. And then more people go out and buy those products. It's a marketing, advertising scam. And it's genius. 
because everybody's going to talk about it. And you know that some people are going to be in favor of it and some people are going to be opposed to it. And the few people like myself who realize, well, not really for it or opposed to it, I just think you're using women and I think you're using anxiety and I think you're using beta males to make your company look good. You're wrapping yourself in that while all you're cared about, caring about is, is making profit off of exploiting marginalized groups. That's what the Mars Corporation is doing. Hey, maybe I'll get another offer to, to sponsor you know, or be sponsored by the Mars Corporation by the end of tonight's show. Maybe I caught on to what they're doing because that is what the Mars Corporation is doing. It's not about wokeness or social justice. It's about profit. That's why Mars is doing what they're doing. They're taking marginalized groups or perceived marginalized groups, perceived minority groups, or perceived people that have been the victims of injustice. They're exploiting them, anthropomorphizing them through pieces of freaking candy. And when someone says, I'm not into that, I don't know why you have to change these classic characters. They say you're racist, you're sexist, you hate people that have anxiety, you don't like optimism. That's the deflection, that's the shield. And then people that are for it are like, look, Mars is such a wonderful company. As a woman, I feel empowered now. The green M&M can wear tennis shoes. And I'm sitting here thinking, if you feel empowered because the green M&M wears tennis shoes or the orange M&M might be a Jew and it has anxiety or you feel empowered because the red M&M decided to be a team player, you've got a serious mental illness. And if you're on the other side of the, the coin or the other side of the M&M and you think, well, this is really terrible. I can't believe they're doing this. I don't want M&Ms to change. But you're not addressing the real root source of the problem, the exploitation of those marginalized or perceived marginalized groups. And you're not addressing M&Ms for what they are, poisoned candy that doesn't even qualify to be called food. You're just as mentally ill. And while everybody's mentally ill, Mars Corporation is making a lot of money. And that's what it's all about. Which is weird that some people who hate big corporations and they're really progressive, they support Mars in this decision. Huh. Maybe that's just the point. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. It's the month of Janus and the year of the Tiger 2022. Here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is The Secret Teachings Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? 
If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is David Icke from davidike.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Welcome back to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. The music tonight is White Bat Audio. That's White Bat Audio. You can find them on YouTube. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com. And check out our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, for our free show archive with a link to all of the different podcast and radio platforms where you can listen to the show. If you'd like to get the show without those advertisements, though, which there are a bunch of them, you can subscribe to the archive on the website. You'll get access to the ad-free shows, the montages, and my digital books. It's all available at www.thesecretteachings.info. And if you are listening on a podcast player, please give us a rating, whether it's a couple of stars or it's a comment or it's both. It'll just take you a few seconds, and it promotes the show. It helps other people to see that There are a lot of listeners who enjoy this show, and this is really the first time that I've started to promote something like this. I'm way behind when it comes to technology, admittedly. I don't get along with technology. Technology doesn't get along with me. So if if you have the ability to scroll down to the bottom of that application, give us five stars, 
or whatever you think we deserve and write a little comment about the show. I'd really, really appreciate that. It doesn't cost you anything either. You can just help support the show that way. Uh, Apple, I think, is probably the biggest one. So the Mars Corporation. The Mars Corporation has rebranded their M&M candy. Might sound like a strange topic to discuss on The Secret Teachings. Might sound like a strange topic to discuss on Fringe Radio. But I promise you that it's a lot deeper than a candy-coated shell and some chocolate and some processed sugar. The Mars Corporation has rebranded their M&Ms to be more inclusive. According to their website, How M&Ms is creating a more inclusive world. They have a link to their big write-up. You can learn more. How is Mars going to do this? They say at Mars, in the world we want tomorrow, society is inclusive. M&M's is delivering on this global commitment by creating a world where everyone feels they belong. Well, the last time I checked, there's one place in the world where we have an inclusive society and we have a rule of law that protects everybody. It isn't always applied equally, but that's not because the rule of law is faulty. That's because people don't apply it fairly and equally. That's because of individuals, not because the rule of law. And that's the United States of America. And there are other countries, too. There are other countries, too, where people are very inclusive. Where people are considered equal. The Mars Corporation acts like we're living in, in like, a thousand B.C., and even, even thousands of years ago, secret societies believed that people were equal. I mean, the Knights Templar, for God's sake, was probably the only, or at least the only, the only popular group that, that we know of today that included women as, as equals. Uh, the, most of the Templars revered the feminine. And this is the whole idea of where we get chivalry from. So this isn't a new idea. M&Ms are going to be inclusive. The Mars Corporation is jumping on board with, with a new idea in the 21st century. I don't think so. So if this isn't a new idea that the Mars Corporation is taking into consideration and changing their product to align with, it's got to be something else. Could it be a marketing scam? Could it be an advertising gimmick? Yeah, that's exactly what it could be. According to the Washington Post, this 81-year-old candy brand is trying to make their candy more inclusive. First of all, it's freaking candy. So I don't know why it needs to be made more inclusive. It's candy. You eat it. It doesn't need to have eyes and a mouth. It doesn't need to be an empowered female or a beta a beta male, it's a piece of candy. That's all that it is. That's all that it ever is going to be. It's a piece of candy. But that really shows you the level of mental illness here. The 81-year-old candy company, the Mars Corporation, wants to make the world more inclusive. This includes overhauling its roster of mascots to better reflect today's society. According to what the candy company said in mid-January. Here's a good description from the Washington Post. This is what the candy company is going to do. You've probably seen these candies at the movie theater. You might have seen them in TV commercials. 
the two female characters, formerly known as Miss Green and Miss Brown, are dropping the title to de-emphasize gender. We wouldn't want people to be confused. We wouldn't want people to, 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 to look at the green candy and be like, wait, they're, they're, they're a female? That, that doesn't make any sense. There are no such thing as females. But they're going to team up, folks. The green and the brown candies, they're pieces of candy. They're going to team up. And here's what they're going to team up as, according to the Mars Corporation announcement. They're going to team up as a, quote, force supporting women together, throwing shine and not shade. I'm going to have an aneurysm before tonight's show's over. I don't know what that means. They're pieces of candy. They can't team up. They're anthropomorphized. They're not real. And if anybody, no matter what your stance is politically, socially, culturally, I don't care what your point of view is, if you are either upset or you are in support about this M&M change, you've got a serious mental health disability and you need help now. They're M&Ms and they're made with food colorings which give you anxiety and they make you rambunctious like a child. It's not just sugar. It's food colorings that make children, quote-unquote, overactive. It's food colorings. It's sugar that's processed. And a host of other ingredients that don't qualify to be called food. That's all that it is. You can diet whatever color you want to diet. You can put milk in it. You don't have to put milk in it. You can make the chocolate however you want to make it. You can put real sugar in it. It's still not quantified as food. It's not food. It's candy. It's poison. And we shouldn't be having a discussion in society, in a sane society, whether cartoon characters need to wear high heels or tennis shoes, whether they need to be mentally fit or have anxiety, whether they need to be an alpha male or they need to be a beta male, and they need to fall in line and learn, as the red M&M apparently has, I'm too much of a hothead. I'm going to work with the team now. They're pieces of freaking candy. <laughs> I don't understand. Who is inspired by this? What kind of, of mentally ill individual who is perpetually stuck in the loop of confusing adolescent development is inspired by M&M's that have now been given new identities. I, I just, it, it's like, it's like our entire culture and society has lost its mind. And, and I say the same for the people that are upset about this. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. What it's candy. It doesn't, it's a piece of candy that's colored with food dye. That's freaking poison. Let's at least see what the company had to say. The green and brown M&Ms though, the two female M&Ms, they're going to team up to de-emphasize gender and support women. All right, I don't know. Ladies, do you feel supported by this? Seriously, if anybody actually feels supported by this as a woman, please email me. Prove me wrong. Do you actually feel supported now that a green M&M has chosen to wear tennis shoes? As if, as if a woman who wears high heels to dress up or to go to work as if a woman, and by the way, I agree with Jordan Peterson, a high heel is a sexual symbol because it, 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 
it exemplifies the the calves. So it is a sexual thing. I mean, that's why you wear makeup to begin with. It's the same for men, you know, men and women. Everything is sexual in this in the, in this sense. But I mean, if 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 like, why can't a woman go to work and then come home and then put on tennis shoes and go for a jog or a walk? Could women not do that before? I mean, are there women walking around their own house with with high heels on, just thinking like, I, I can't take these off. I'm a woman. This is what society wants me to wear. But now that the green M&M is wearing tennis shoes, I can take these high heels off. I mean, you talk about mental illness. According to the Mars Corporation, the green and brown M&Ms are trading their footwear too. The green M&M, who I didn't know this, but apparently modeled for Sports Illustrated, it's, it's an M&M. It's a piece of candy. How did it model for, for Sports Illustrated? The green M&M is swapping her high-heeled go-go style boots and strappy heels for cool, laid-back sneakers. Is there any woman out there who didn't think she could wear sneakers before this green M&M changed? The brown M&M, the newest addition to the cast, who has been portrayed as a brainy, powerful CEO type, that's not the way that I see her. The way that they portray her in those commercials, she looks like, uh, like, like she looks like a porn actress. Okay, she looks like she's got the glasses on. She's a high-powered executive. You go into the office, you want the job, you got a banger on her desk. That's what the brown M M&M and M has been portrayed like to me. That's how I've perceived it. It's not very empowering to women, is it? But M and M's, they don't care. The Mars Corporation doesn't care. They're trying to make money. That's all. That's what it's all about. But I guess the brown M and M. They're even, they're even changing her. Now she's going to get lower pumps. Lower pumps. They're going to be lower now. And the green M&M is going to be more confident. And there won't be so much sex appeal. They're, 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 they're pieces of candy. I'm gonna, remember last week when I did the show on the Tatarian Empire? And I said, if you're playing the drinking game, you're going to get hammered. Well, tonight's the same thing. When I say M&M, take a drink. And if you're playing the drinking game, you're going to get hammered tonight, too, because I'm going to say M&M, and I'm going to say pieces of candy hundreds of times. They're M&Ms. They're pieces of candy. They're not real. You should not be empowered by a fictional cartoon character. And if you are, you've got other things to worry about, whether whether the green M&M has high heels and go-go boots or it's got sneakers on. It's a cartoon character. Mars Corporation says two of the mascots will embody the modern age's dueling emotions. So now we're going to go from female empowerment to empowering the mentally ill, normalizing it, glorifying it, and romanticizing it. The yellow M&M is now going to be an optimist, whereas before the yellow M&M was what they called the dope of the group. I think, wasn't the yellow M&M the one in the uh, the movie commercials where the, where the humans, like, he slides the envelope over? And he says, he says, like, this is the something. He's like, no, this is an envelope. Is that the yellow M&M? Well, he's going to be an optimist now. Maybe he'll look in the envelope now. Maybe it is an envelope. Maybe there's something important in this envelope. He was the dope. Now he's going to be optimistic. And the orange M&M, this is the weird thing to me. These are pieces of candy. But the orange M&M might be the only honest piece of candy in the bag. Why? Well, because the orange M&M is now going to be an avatar of our collective anxieties. And his makeover portrays him as an incredibly anxious and worried piece of candy. 
And here's the quote from the Mars Corporation. Orange is one of the most relatable characters with Gen Z, which is also the most anxious generation. Hey, and at least the Washington Post got this right. They said, the orange M&M, his makeover, has produced one of the saddest lines to come out of a marketing department seeking to connect with its audience. It's an honest statement from the Washington Post. It is a very sad and depressing line. Orange is, the, is one of the most relatable characters with Gen Z, which is all, the, the, also the most, think about this, the most anxious generation. I don't know how you quantify that either, but Orange is the most anxious character, and it identifies through that anxiety with Generation Z, which is supposed to then identify with the Orange M&M because it has massive anxiety. Here's an idea. Maybe if we weren't concerned with whether an M&M, a fictional cartoon character, you can't even eat this green M&M because it's fake. It's fictional. It's a cartoon. Whether this green M&M has go-go boots or tennis shoes or Crocs on, and whether the red M&M is a team leader or has decided to just be part of the team, Maybe if we weren't so focused on that and we were more confident in ourselves, which is the sick thing about this, this supposedly attempts to encourage us to be accepting of ourselves and be accepting of other people. But what it does is it confuses us genetically, biologically, socially, and culturally. So we have no idea who we are. But hey, we identify with pieces of fictional candy. So we're all right. Then we wouldn't have all this anxiety. Mix in technology, cell phones, the internet, tablets, computers. Maybe if we didn't have such an adherence to a fictionalized digital subreality, we wouldn't have a need for an anxious M&M. We wouldn't have the need for this orange M&M to represent Generation Z. A disturbing and saddening and depressing notion that even the Washington Post admits is one of the saddest lines to come out of a marketing department looking to connect with its audience. And the red M&M, according to the Mars Corporation, who formerly seemed to be the group's alpha candy, it's a piece of candy, folks, but there's an alpha candy. The alpha candy is becoming more of a team player. According to the Mars Corporation, quote, Red will share the limelight with the additional cast, allowing each character to shine as their own star. All right. Whatever that means. They're, they're characters. The commercials are like 30 seconds. Who is being inspired by M&M's? <laughs> I don't understand. Who's being inspired by M&M's? I guess the ones with the peanuts in the middle, those are the pregnant M&M's. And according to Apple, Apple has just released a new emoji where men are pregnant. So I guess if men can get pregnant, not only can men get pregnant, but male M&M's can also get pregnant. I probably just gave the Mars Corporation a really great idea. Wait a minute, what if we make... The male peanut M&M's pregnant. The peanut can be the baby. And they can have a baby too. Maybe that's why the orange one's so anxious. 
It just found out that it it can get pregnant. Scared of all that pain and responsibility, which is ultimately why Gen Z is so terrified and petrified and depressed and anxious is because, oh my God, we have to get jobs. We have to take responsibility. We have to be human beings. We have to be men and women. That's scary. So what's the alternative? Trade in your femininity for masculinity because that makes sense. Trade in your masculinity for femininity because that makes more sense. Men can have babies. Women can't. Hey, it all makes sense now. And it's sad I even have to address this. But you know what? It's like you can't be mean to transgender people. It's like, do you understand that transgender people comprise statistically less than 1%? It's more so around a half a percent in the United States and the UK. Roughly a half to three quarters of a percent, one percent of the population. When is the last time you saw a small fraction of a percent of the population receive so much of that well, well, what's the red M&M going to give up a lot of its limelight to other M&Ms? When's the last time you saw that percentage of a population receive that kind of attention? I can think of one time in history we saw that. It was called the Weimar Republic. And in the Weimar Republic, you know what happened there? That's when they performed the first sexual transition surgery. A guy had his penis cut off. And then he went back later and said, can I have my penis back? That's not a joke. That's a real story. In fact, the word transvestite came from 1920s Berlin. There's a whole book written about it. In fact, the book isn't even isn't written in a demeaning way. It's written in a glorifying and romanticizing way. It's called Gay Berlin. Oh, I'm sorry. I got a copy of the book. I read the book. I'm informed on history. I know what's happening. Weimar Germany's happening. A teeny tiny itty bitty small little group that makes up less at that time, far less than 1% of the population. And yet, they were used as a, as a marketing and advertising gimmick, not to promote candy, but to promote social and cultural degeneration, where the German family structure was mocked and ridiculed and criticized and torn apart at the seams, where children were exposed to hardcore, not just pornography, Homosexual pornography in the streets, in the schools, etc. When's the last time you saw something like that happen? Black Lives Matter that wanted to eradicate the family structure. That wasn't in the 1920s in Germany. That was in the 2000s in America in the last couple of years. And when's the last time we saw hardcore homosexual pornography being given to children? Was that Weimar Republic Germany or was that Texas schools and other schools in the United States in 2020, 2021, and 2022? And that's not history repeating itself. That's a tried, true, and tested agenda to obliterate the structural stability of a society. To corrupt with confusion the minds of the youth so that the youth, as well as the adults, They don't have to be conquered by some outside military force. The women don't have to be hauled away as wives and slaves and servants and sexual objects and the children raised to be new soldiers in the military and the men are all killed. We do it socially now. We take the masculinity of a man and we make it look 
pathetic and angry and vicious, you know, and, and, and something that's harming others. And then we take the woman, and rather than taking the woman away, we, we just we take her femininity away. And we, and we can get to the women and the children because we got rid of the men. That's, that's why conquering militaries throughout all of human history, they, they get rid of the men first because the men defend their, their wives and their children and their communities. And then the women acquiesce. So the women choose to, to lay down their breasts and they lay down their, their ovaries and they become wards of the state. And then the children are raised in the new state model, the new state religion, and they end up like those kids on television in Canada. What do we do with people that don't want to get the shot? And they say, well, they don't want to get the shot. Call the police. Call the police and make them get the shot. Make them show the papers. And the one girl's like, let's just take everything away from them until they, until they become compliant. And everybody in the audience just claps. Oh, it's so lovely. Look at this little girl. She knows what to do. We take away their food and their water and their electricity and their sense of being and their sense of community and society and family until they acquiesce. And once they acquiesce, we still keep all the stuff that we took from them and then we kill them. I, I, I just, it's unbelievable. And yes, I'm interpreting all of that from an M&M because that's what's happening. So let's overview this real quick. The red M&M is going to be a team player. The yellow M&M is going to be an optimist. The orange M&M has anxiety. And now they're saying the orange M&M is a Jew. But it's okay because Jewish people are saying the orange M&M is a Jew. And according to one Jewish author slash article I read, he said, that makes me feel seen and represented. Really, so... Do any people that identify as Jewish look at the orange M&M and its anxiety and think, now I feel represented? As if the Jewish community didn't feel represented with Holocaust museums every 30 feet. As if the Jewish community didn't feel represented with virtually every TV show written by Jews. I mean, like, how do you not feel uh, represented in society? How do you not feel inclusive? I mean, virtually all of Hollywood is Jewish. And that's not an insult. That's a fact. Why, why is that offensive to people? How do you not feel included in society? The Jewish people make up 2% of the American population, yet contribute to 50% of all Demo- uh, Democrat campaigns and like 30% of all Republican campaigns. How does 2% contribute to all of that? And how do less than a half a percent in some places, but generally under a, a single percent, how does a, a, under a single percent of the population get so much airtime and so much limelight? It only makes sense when you realize that that small percentage of the population, that less than a a fraction of a percent, the people that identify as transgender, which, you know, people that are really transgender don't run around screaming about it. So the people that are mentally ill that aren't actually transgender make up an even smaller percent of the population. They're being exploited by a much larger percent to exploit the tiny percent, the half a percent to three quarters of a percent as a shield, as a deflective mechanism to target and to exterminate the mass majority of the population. You're using the most marginalized group 
that people are the most unaware of and confused of as a shield to advance your global, corporate, big, banking, world economic forum, great reset, build back better scam. That's all that it is. And the Mars Corporation is supportive of this. Not just because of the M&Ms, but because if you go to their website, they're talking about sustainability and COVID-19. And look, there's a woman on their website, so they care about women. If the Mars Corporation cared about women, men, children, inclusivity, or anything else, the Mars Corporation would stop dyeing their candies with food coloring. The Mars Corporation would stop selling the candy if the Mars Corporation was that concerned with people. But they're not concerned with people. The Mars Corporation is concerned with making profit. And that's what it's really all about. So it's confusing to me how people who are particularly progressive, who really don't like companies, they don't like corporations, they don't like big banks. Mars Corporation gets their support as a big corporation and as a big influence in the world. All these big corporations and big banks that that write governmental policy and steal natural resources you know, like the economic hitman, John Perkins, these big companies, they, they get the people that hate them to love them. I hate big corporations. I hate big banks. I stand against capitalism, but I support the Mars Corporation because they made a green M&M less feminine because that makes no sense. And that's the thing. It doesn't really have to make any sense because it's mental illness acting as mental health promoted by big banks and big corporations making obscene profits while poisoning your mind and body with products and ideologies. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We're going to go into this in greater detail when we come back from break, so stay with us. We'll be back. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. We must seize the means of production. Stop it, Vlad. 
You know the rule. No communism. Mama, if we just get rid of all these successful people, we'll finally be happy. No, honey, that just means we'll all be poor. Freedom-loving parents have long been left alone to shoulder the burden of educating their children and passing down a love of liberty. While there are a few books that teach these ideas to adults, there seem to be fewer that teach them to children. The Tuttle Twins series changes all of that, helping parents convey the principles of freedom to their kids in a fun way. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate link for the Tuttle Twins to get your curriculum and books today so that you can educate yourself and your children on how to adhere to the principles of liberty for all people. So if you have offspring and don't want them supporting socialism, then click the link and order the Tuttle Twins books today. Stalin has no stunning new achievements unless you consider killing millions of innocent people an achievement. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of the Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after Lighting the Void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. Maybe you're listening in the archive. Welcome to the broadcast. If you can't find the show, search for it on thesecretteachings.info. You'll find it pretty quickly by clicking on the archive. There are going to be links in that archive to all of the different podcast and radio players. There's also an embedded player and an RSS feed that you can copy and paste into your player to get quick and direct access to the show. And if you'd like to get the advertisement-free version of the show, plus all of our montages in the archive, plus all of my digital books, plus a free copy of one of those books with free shipping in the United States, it's your choice which book. Subscribe to the show archive at www.thesecretteachings.info. It's very simple. And if you have any questions about that or anything else, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. We're also on Gab and Gitter, building our audiences there. And we are on Patreon. 
You can become a patron today to support the show there. You get behind-the-scenes content and more. Just search The Secret Teachings on Patreon or click on the Patreon link on our website at thesecretteachings.info. The Mars Corporation that makes the M&M's candy are saying that they want to be more inclusive. They want to create a more inclusive world. We've been unpackaging what that means on the broadcast this evening because it's not just about inclusivity. It's not just about politics. It's not just about the M&M. It's not just about the food colorings and the sugars and the natural flavors and artificial flavors and artificial colors that go into making candies like the M&M. It's not just about culture. It's not just about history. There's a lot to unpackage from the Mars Corporation and other corporations that make these same so-called inclusive stances. The reality is it's not inclusive. It's not about making a more equal world. It's about profit. It's about profiting from what's considered to be a social injustice. And that, perhaps more than anything, is the most disgusting part of this M&M rebranding. Because the Mars Corporation doesn't care about inclusivity. Unless they can make money from it. The Mars Corporation doesn't care about equality unless they can make money for it and from it. The Mars Corporation doesn't care about anything. The Mars Corporation doesn't care about inclusivity unless they can make money from it. The Mars Corporation doesn't care about equality unless they can make money from it. The Mars Corporation cares about profit. They're one of the biggest candy and food, and they make other things too, manufacturers in the world. You think they care about what gender or what kind of clothing a fictional cartoon character wears? No. The Mars Corporation doesn't care about anything except profit. They certainly don't care about the environment. They certainly don't care about your health. And the only way that they would ever express a concern for the environment or your health is if they could profit from it. This 81-year-old candy brand is rebranding to be more inclusive. They're overhauling their roster of mascots to better reflect today's society. The green and brown M&Ms are going to drop their gender identifications. They're no longer going to be Miss Green and Miss Brown. They're going to just be green and brown. Way to remove people's identity. Way to remove the identifying language factor that helps people to identify with what they are scientifically and biologically. Way to confuse people. Again, it is a piece of candy, so it really shouldn't matter one way or the other. But apparently people feel more empowered when a fictional cartoon character that's barely anthropomorphized looks kind of like what they look like because it wears shoes, tennis shoes, instead of go-go boots. I, I, I don't get it. But these two M&Ms, these fictional characters, are teaming up as, quote, a force supporting women. They're going to trade their footwear. The green M&M is swapping her go-go boots for laid-back sneakers, as if women couldn't wear sneakers before. I guess 
There are women walking around right now in high heels. They saw M&Ms were going to put sneakers on this green M&M, and they thought, oh, my God, I didn't realize I could wear sneakers. The patriarchy has made me wear these high heels every day to bed, to work, jogging, exercising. We don't do that anymore. We're not allowed to exercise either because that's fat shaming, right? But they, the patriarchy's made, made women wear the high heels all the time, and now the M&M's got sneakers on, so women, you can take those high heels off now. The green m is also going to be more confident. That's nice. It's going to be a more confident than M&M. It's a piece of freaking candy. I don't know. How can it be more confident? It's a cartoon character. But this is all about psychology. It's all about appealing to an audience. Which is exactly what the Washington Post said in their article about this transition. One of the first things I've read from the Washington Post that's accurate. The orange candy, the orange M&M, has produced one of the saddest lines to come out of a marketing department seeking to connect with its audience. The orange M&M is going to have massive anxiety now, folks. And they say, according to Mars, that the orange is, quote, one of the most relatable characters with Gen Z, which is also the most anxious generation. Maybe they're anxious because they're obsessed with Reddit and social media. Maybe they're anxious because they're obsessed with apps and likes, messages, emails, instant messages, text messages. Maybe they're anxious and depressed because they're not physically in the real world connecting with people. Maybe they're anxious because they look to cartoon characters for inspiration. Maybe they're anxious because they don't have any identity Because their instincts and thousands of years of genetics are telling them this is who you are and they're not accepting it because they think it's sexist, bigoted, racist, etc. to accept who they are. So they believe in a highly political, anti-cultural, anti-social, anti-human ideology of Marxism that says be who you are. We have to fight the people with power and money. That's the only way we can be successful. Which, no, it's the only way you can be across the board poor, starving to death, and unsuccessful. Maybe they have anxiety and depression because they're coddled and because they don't get to experience the real world. Maybe that's why they have anxiety and depression. Maybe they have anxiety and depression because they're pumped full of pharmaceutical drugs. I'm a little bit confused today, doctor. I I just... I feel a little bit depressed. Well, that's probably because you're a woman in a man's body. You need to take hormone drugs right now. Start a hormone therapy course, and we're going to refer you for gender surgery. Maybe that's why they're depressed. Maybe that's why they're anxious. Maybe they're anxious and depressed because all across the United States, and granted, I think marijuana should be legalized too. I think virtually all drugs should be legalized to a certain point. Maybe these people are depressed and anxious because all they do is smoke pot all day. Maybe that's why they're anxious and depressed. Maybe people are anxious and depressed because they get hooked on drugs. They get hooked on ideologies. They get hooked on technology because they're not real people anymore. They've been absorbed by an artificial synthetic system. That's why they're anxious and depressed. And now I'm anxious and depressed because our society collectively identifies with a fictional cartoon character piece of candy which doesn't even qualify to be called food. 
and which is fictional, it's not even real. But hey, Generation Z identifies with it. And it's not just politics, it's not just gender and sex, it's even religion. I read an article, has to be one of the dumbest things I've ever read in my life, about how the orange M&M is Jewish. According to Adweek, the orange M&M will, quote, acknowledge and embrace his anxiety. That's according to Adweek and the Mars Corporation. The orange M&M, with his eyebrows raised, a quivering lip, and hands clutched to his face in a panic, is going to represent Gen Z. I think that pretty much sums it up. Put a black mask on him, send him downtown for a peaceful protest. He'll represent all of our younger generation. Maybe the orange M&M can burn the other M&Ms and call it peaceful. Maybe the orange M&M, in the name of inclusivity, could just kill himself because, you know, if we're going to operate under the cultural and political agenda of organized eugenics, the orange M&M is a useless bottom feeder who has too much anxiety and depression to be any use to society, so we should probably just get rid of the orange M&M entirely. At the very least, we've got to sterilize the orange M&M because he's a man and he could have a baby. According to Apple, Apple has released new emojis with a pregnant person, pregnant man. That's a pregnant person. Apparently, they have uh, pregnant persons with no gender at all. And they're also, they can also get pregnant. This is part of the new iOS 15.4 software update. According to Jeremy Burge, the founder of Emojipedia, who sits in some Unicode meetings, Unicode Consortium is a nonprofit industry group. Sure, I'm sure that they're, they're nonprofit. That regulates how characters display online, including the release of new emojis. And Jeremy Burge wrote in July that the new symbols reflect that, quote, pregnancy is possible for some transgender men and non-binary people. Yes, because if you can get pregnant, you're biologically a woman. I mean, you can identify with whatever you want. You want to sit here and have a conversation with me? I, I'm not going to hit you or, or beat you up or throw you off a building. I just You can't physically get pregnant if you're a biological male. You can identify as something else. Cool with me. I don't really care. Don't tell my kids that, to, to identify like that. But you're not able to get pregnant unless you're biologically a male. That doesn't exist in nature at all, anywhere in the universe. That does not exist, maybe in a parallel dimension, but it doesn't exist in reality. The orange M&M. According to this article from Alma, all of this, the anxiety, the panic, the quivering lip of the orange M&M, I can't believe I'm talking about this either, gives rise to an important question. Is the orange M&M Jewish? And according to the author of this article, who I guess is also Jewish, they say that the orange M&M is Jewish because there's no evidence that says the orange M&M is not Jewish, so the orange M&M must be Jewish. So the Jewish community now is, is identifying with the orange M&M. And the author of this article who's seriously, I mean, if this isn't satire, which I don't think that it is, they've got some serious, serious mental health problems. 
They say this, quote, I am hereby declaring that the orange M&M is a beautiful, nervous, self-anxious Jew, which, of course, that has to be a little bit tongue-in-cheek, doesn't it? And that makes me feel seen and represented, says the Jewish author. If you see an orange M&M and you feel represented by that orange M&M as a Jewish person, you have some serious, serious, serious problems that you need to have analyzed by a healthcare professional. You know? And I even say that tongue-in-cheek because the healthcare professionals, the ones that are the psychologists and the psychiatrists, they're a large part of the problem. They're the same ones that are behind these kinds of marketing scams. According to the Irish Times, other articles in various newspapers, they report on the M&Ms having an inclusivity makeover. According to the M&M brand promotional website, the green M&M said, quote, it's a piece of candy, but it has a it has a personality and can talk. I think we all win when we see more women in leading roles. So I'm happy to take on the part of supportive friend when they succeed. You are a piece of candy. You are not real. You are fictional. You are a cartoon. You are a digital expression of an idea. But see, that's the thing. Through all this attention, through all of this discussion, these M&Ms do become real. And that's part of the scam. That's part of the plot. Not to bring the M&M physically to life so it could stand in your room with with go-go boots on and you can talk to it. You're bringing these fictional characters to life. When you talk about it, when you talk about it on social media, when you talk about it in your everyday life, you're bringing this to life whether you're for the change or you're against the change. The Mars Corporation benefits either way. They benefit from tonight's show because some of you will agree with me, some of you won't agree with me. The Mars Corporation benefits either way. They don't care if you like the new M&Ms or you hate the new M&Ms. M&Ms are going to continue to be a massive, massive profit center for the Mars Corporation. They don't care if the green M&M is wearing go-go boots, sneakers, Crocs, going bare feet, is an empowered woman, or is tied up with a ball gag. The M&Ms are going to continue to sell. And the M&Ms, with their food coloring and their sugar, are going to contribute to the overall mental and cognitive decline of the people that consume them. They're also going to contribute with the food colorings to the anxiety of the orange M&M. Maybe that's why people have anxiety. They're eating too many M&Ms and too much candy with food colorings that definitively and conclusively are responsible for, in children in particular, what they call overactivity and hyperactivity. That's brought on by the food colorings as well as the sugar and the other chemical additives in these products, not just M&M's. I mean, if you go back to like, go back to like Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut's been around since 1916. Mr. Peanut, he's got a monocle. He's got a, a, a top hat, little cane. 
They have a Twitter account for Mr. Peanut. His real name is Bartholomew Richard Fitzgerald Smythe. I mean, if you're going to anthropomorphize a peanut, I think that's the appropriate way to do it. That's the, that's the way that it should be. If you're going to advertise in this way, you make it comical, you make it fun. And hey, if Mr. Peanut decided one day, you know what, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a woman peanut, I don't care. It's a peanut. I don't buy planters anyway because I think they're trash. And that's really the, the root core of this. It doesn't matter whether you agree or disagree with the M&M's changing to new identities. It, it doesn't matter if you're on the left or the right because that, that's completely irrelevant. It doesn't matter if you agree with me. What matters is Mars is making profit off of this because they're getting people to talk about it. And they know that it'll incite anger in the right. And they know that it'll excite the limited mental capacity of a majority of the left. And they know that it'll set the two into conflict. And that'll bring them even more free advertising and free marketing. And you see how it works? They get the promotion of the left who are like, oh my God, she has sneakers on now. The green M&M is such a real woman. And the orange M&M, look at that beautiful Jewish candy that's anxious and depressed. And then the other side that says this is disgusting, this is cultural depravity, which I agree with to some extent. And then you have the two that come together and clash, and that's where M&M's, that's where the Mars Corporation makes their big money. And then there are others like me who sit back and I say, I I don't really care one way or another. I don't think this has anything to do with gender or sex or race or anything like that. I don't think it has anything to do with inclusivity. I think it has everything to do with the Mars Corporation working with big banks and other big corporations and the United Nations to reshape, redesign, and build back better. And the funny thing is the people that support those things, the people that support the World Economic Forum, knowingly or unknowingly, the people that support Build Back Better, whether Justin Trudeau or Joe Biden or the Mars Corporation, are the same lemmings that don't believe that corporations should have all this power and wealth. Don't believe that big banks should have all this power and wealth. They don't like capitalism. They don't like wealth in general because they don't have it and they have to work to get something. They want to be given everything. It's funny how that works because how can you believe that and then support these big corporations? You go protest for inequality or social justice and you rob an Apple or a Nike store. You protest against some perception that's inaccurate and incorrect and out of context about some historical slavery that didn't affect you or that black person standing next to you directly. And statistically, it's highly unlikely that it affected you indirectly. And you do that with slave-produced products in your hand and on your body. Adidas, Nike, Apple, you name it. And people say, well, Ryan, you have a, a, have a Mac? I do, but I also don't run around telling people that I believe in equality, 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 and I'm white and I'm bad. Big difference. So you've got like, let's look. How about, how about the, remember the California raisins? Remember the raisins that used to sing? I think it was like the 1980s. And they sang the song, I heard it through the grapevine. That's where we went wrong. 
Okay, there would be no issue at all. Think about this. There would be no issue at all if the products weren't marketed as animated anthropomorphic characters. This isn't a social justice, progressive, inclusive, equality issue. It's an advertising issue. It's a marketing issue. That's what it's all about. I mean, why do you think, if you go to the Mars Corporation website, you look at their different M&Ms that are colored. Red, yellow, orange, brown, blue, green. Why do you think the red and the yellow M&M are in the center? Because that's where your eyes are drawn to. And whether it's Carl's Jr. or it's McDonald's, Look at all the fast food and all the semi-fast food restaurants that use red and yellow. Why do they use red and yellow? Because they induce a state of hunger. The Mars Corporation didn't accidentally put the red and the yellow M&M colors in the middle. That's not an accident. They did that on purpose. Because when you go to their website and you read about inclusivity, the first thing your eyes are drawn to is red and yellow in the middle. That'll make you hungry. And whether you agree or not, hmm, I'm going to go buy some M&Ms. It's all marketing. It's all advertising. It's all psychology. And then that's compounded by our obsession with skin color and religion and gender and sex and the romanticization that we have in our society and the glorification we have in our society of mental illness and mental disorders, anxiety, depression, etc. That's further compounded by what we perceive as social justice and the people that are obsessed with skin color, religion, gender, sex, and mental disorders. And the ones that are obsessed with science are inherently anti-scientific, anti-biological, pro-racist, pro-sexist, etc. And I love when people ask me, well, how can that be? What do you mean? How can people that are that are promoting equality, how can they be the most racist? Because they have only focused on people's skin color. They're only focusing on people's identities. That's not what makes a person. The real person animates those bodies. The real person animates those forms. And in the meantime, we ignore what we're eating. And we ignore much larger problems. Why the Mars Corporation, why the Prime Minister of Canada, who's hiding like a coward because some truckers peacefully came to Ottawa, why the President of the United States, even before he ran for the presidency or while he was running for the presidency, he was promoting Build Back Better, Build Back Better, as his campaign slogan, right? As he was looking for the nomination. Justin Trudeau said the exact same thing, want to Build Back Better, take this COVID-19 as an opportunity. That's what the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab said, and that's exactly what the Mars Corporation is saying on their website, sustainable in a generation. They're talking about COVID-19. Why is the Prime Minister of Canada, President of the United States, even before he was President, and the Mars Corporation, and the World Economic Forum, an, an unelected group, one of which is a former Bilderberg, Klaus Schwab, why are they all promoting the same thing? Unelected, global, so-called leaders, prime minister, president, and a big candy corporation all promoting the same ideology. But we ignore that because, oh my God, look, the green M&M has tennis shoes on now. 
And the red M&M is going to be part of the team rather than a hard ass. And the yellow M&M is going to be an optimist now. Like that commercial where the human slides the envelope, he says, this is your mission. No, this is an envelope. Well, now he's going to be an optimist. It's mental illness acting as mental health promoted by the big corporations, promoted by the big banks, and they continue to make obscene amounts of profit poisoning your mind and your body with ideology and candy. And when you go to their website and you read about their inclusivity pledge, they don't stop there. They put the red and the yellow in the center because red and yellow induce states of hunger. It's all psychology. And whether you're on the left or the right, down the center, and you argue every single discussion, every show like this one contributes to the Mars Corporation's free marketing, free advertising, and the massive amounts of profit that they make in the name of marginalization, inclusivity, and equality. The only thing more disgusting than that is the candy that they produce. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We'll be back. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info 
People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to It's a Woke World. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. It's a woke world after all. Destruction be our lot. We ourselves must be the authors and finishers. It's a world of power, a world of fears, and we were bondage to make souvenirs. All the millions of thought and the weakers aside, it's a world world after all. It's a world world after all. It's a world world after all. It's it's a woke world after all. It's a woke, woke world. There is a land where you once lived free. As a capitalist pig of a bourgeoisie, we could eat to a cat and a dog and a cat if we just get past that wall. It's a woke world after That's a peaceful protest. Homelessness, depression, anxiety, drug use, needles and feces in the street. We're all Marxists after all. It's a woke world after all. And hey, check it out. Minnie Mouse now is wearing a pantsuit in a bold fashion move. According to the Los Angeles Times, Minnie Mouse will be changing out her iconic red and white polka dot dress to celebrate Disneyland Paris's 30th anniversary and International Women's Day. The Disney mascot is donning a custom outfit, a bold blue and white polka dot pantsuit in the style of a tuxedo designed by British designer Stella McCartney. The character has an extensive wardrobe, says the Los Angeles Times, including a pantsuit she debuted in 2019 as Captain Minnie to promote the Disney Cruise Line. According to McCartney, who is the daughter of Paul McCartney, Minnie has always had a special place in my heart. We share the same values. What I love about Minnie is the fact that she embodies happiness, self-expression, authenticity, and that she inspires people of all ages around the world. 
Plus, she has such great style. I'd like to know, even though Stella McCartney says she believes in sustainability and responsibly sourced fabrics, I'd like to know how many of her clothing products are made by slave to almost slave labor. I'd like to know, where do all those Disney products come from? All those cheap little Disney knickknacks? I'm pretty sure all those are made in China by slave labor. Where does your Apple phone come from? Where do your Nikes come from? Where do your Adidas come from? They come from slave camps with suicide nets. But you don't believe in slavery, right? You're trying to fight oppression, right? You're trying to fight big banks and big corporations. But as soon as the Mars Corporation says, look, we're putting the high-heeled green M&M in tennis shoes, you line up to fatten your bellies with more M&Ms. Exactly what the Mars Corporation expected you to do. Because you hate the capitalist pigs, but the capitalist pigs change a few cartoon characters and suddenly they can't take your money fast enough. And Minnie Mouse wears a pantsuit and people feel empowered by that. I mean, we're talking about a cartoon mouse here, folks. We're talking about M&Ms here. These are not real things. These are not real human beings. They're not, I mean, yeah, a mouse is an animal, but mice don't walk around in dresses talking to you. Unless you're on drugs. Or unless you go to Disney World, which is the equivalent of being on drugs, because God knows where a lot of those ideas came from. They didn't come from the imagination. They came from probably altered states of consciousness. Walt Disney probably dropped some acid, and mice started talking to him, and then suddenly, here's Mickey Mouse with his Masonic gloves. I mean, besides, I mean, I personally don't have the same issue with Nazism that some people do. Everybody relates it to Jews for some reason. But I, 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 just don't, I, don't, I don't like Disney World myself, probably because I lived like next door to Disney World for most of my, most of my life until I was you know, old enough. We moved out like at 15 years old. to We moved to West Virginia uh, when I was in eighth grade. And then I moved back to Florida, and I lived all over Central Florida. So like Disney World was there. As all you saw was Disney World. You saw people coming from... Chinese people love to come to, to Orlando to see Disney World. I don't like Disney World for a lot of reasons. Um, especially the fact that they've got like no mosquitoes at Disney World, but there's mosquitoes everywhere else. They're spraying some hardcore chemicals there. But I don't like Disney World, okay? And I don't like, um, I don't like NASA too much either because of the militarized and politicized nature of NASA. But I find it hard to understand why anybody who is on the left, who's leaning into the liberal camp, can support NASA or Disney when the foundation of both was literally Nazism. Werner von Braun and his team of scientists established NASA. NASA was a Nazi military scientific organization. Disney was literally founded by a Nazi. Walt Disney was a Nazi, a Nazi sympathizer. And for some people, they get concerned because he was a master mason. So you're literally walking around saying down with fascists while you're wearing Disney shirts. You're happy that Minnie Mouse is wearing 
a pantsuit. I'm sure Mickey will be pregnant next. Things that are made by slaves for slaves. That really should be the new Walt Disney slogan. All the new Disney dolls, all the new Disney toys, all the new Disney shirts with Minnie in her pantsuit should just say right on the back, made by slaves for slaves. Slaves in mind and slaves in body. You know how many people live in Orlando? You could just go places and see like grown ass 40, 50 year old adults that are like obsessed with Disney World. I had a friend one time, she went on a date. She's, she's much older than me. She went on a date with a guy who literally showed up to the date in a, in a, in a, in a, in a Walt Disney shirt. Or it was like a sweater, sweater shirt, long sleeves. And she's like, what's the deal with uh, the Disney shirt? You know, it's, it's like you're on a date. You would expect people to kind of dress up. And he's like, oh, I just love Disney. And she said, well, why do you love Disney so much? And he's like, I just love it at the fantasy and the, the magic of it. Oh, it's amazing. And she said, you know that Disney was started by a Nazi? And this guy just like lost his, he just lost it. It's like, no, it was literally founded by a Nazi. NASA was literally founded by a Nazi. How can you wear NASA shirts and NASA hats and Disney shirts and Disney hats? Stuff manufactured by slaves on top of that. Or people that are paid a, a, a minor salary to manufacture mass quantities of product working 20 hours a day with slave nets outside, suicide nets, so they roll back into their, their cubicle when they jump out the window to kill themselves. But no. You wear the Nike, you wear the Adidas, you wear the Disney, you wear the NASA, you support big military, big corporations, big banks, and you support slave labor. And you wear all that, you don all that, in order to fight against oppression, slavery, and injustice. Crackerjack job of intellectual pursuit to study what you're supporting before you just go out and support it. Which is why I'm warning you tonight, if you think that M&Ms and the Mars Corporation care about equality, inclusivity, sustainability, or anything else, and whether you take the stance of, I'm happy the Mars Corporation changed the M&Ms, or I'm really pissed off at the Mars Corporation for changing the M&Ms, you're playing right into the psychological profile of the Mars Corporation. Because they don't give a shit whether you believe that the Mars Corporation as a whole, or the M&Ms as a whole as a product, are LGBTQ or, or they are straighter than a ruler. They don't care if you hate that they changed the M&Ms. They don't care if you argue with other people about it. They like it when you agree. But they probably like it more when you disagree. And they really like it when two people that agree and disagree come together and fight about it. And they really, really like it when you do it on social media and when you do it on television and when you do it on radio. Why? Because that's free advertising. That's free marketing. So they can save the money in advertising and marketing and they can dump it into the World Economic Forum and the sustainability agenda of the United Nations. So they can dump it into anti-human, anti-progress anti-social, anti-cultural, anti-planet exterminist policies and continue to profit from you purchasing the M&Ms in the process. It's genius. 
And then you go to their website, type in mars.com, mars.com, go to the website. And what do you find on the website? How M&M's is creating a more inclusive world and your eyes aren't drawn to that stale, plain, white text. They're drawn to the colors of the M&M's that are on the front page at the very top, green, blue, brown, orange, yellow, red. And why do you think they put the yellow and the red in the middle? Because those colors induce hunger and red and yellow stop and caution. Our eyes are accustomed to seeing those things. So our eyes are drawn to the red and the yellow. And then consciously and subconsciously, we're told to stop, process it. And then we process, oh, I'm really hungry. And then suddenly, I don't care if there are go-go boots, sandals, Crocs, uh, or jackboots on the green M&M. I'm hungry. I'm going to go buy me some M&Ms. And that's all that you really care about. And that's all this is about. This is about psychology, the subconscious, and ripping you off. Because the Mars Corporation, they don't care about politics. The Mars Corporation doesn't care about you. The Mars Corporation doesn't care about the kind of shoes you're wearing. The Mars Corporation doesn't care if the orange M&M is, is anxious, depressed, or it's optimistic like the yellow M&M. The Mars Corporation cares about profit, which is more ironic because the people that are like, yeah, M&Ms, they've made a more inclusive world. I identify with this Jewish orange M&M, as some call it. I identify with the red M&M. He was a horrible white male, and now he's decided to listen to what other people have to say. I really identify with this. Mars Corporation doesn't care. They're making profit anyway. And you can you can like say, oh, well, I, I agree with what Mars is doing. All Mars is doing is manipulating you subtly. All Mars is doing is using psychology to make a profit from everybody, whether they agree or disagree with what they're doing. The Mars Corporation only cares perceptually about the tennis shoes on the green M&M or the brown M&M is an empowered female. It's not a female. It's not a male. It's, it's a piece of candy that you've anthropomorphized you fictionalized, you've turned into a cartoon. They don't care about any of that unless it makes them money. So it's ironic that the people that are in support of this are also, ideologically speaking, the people that don't like big corporations and don't like big banks. But then simultaneously want big banks, want big corporations, and want big global government to dictate to them how to live their lives. It's really baffling. And I can only think that the only reason people can have such contradictory points of view is because of the food colorings and the processed products that they're eating and products like M&M's. That's the only conclusion I can come to, folks. It doesn't make any sense otherwise. See, this isn't about politics, though. It's not about gender or sex or race. It's, it's about marketing and advertising, which at its core is about psychology. And in particular, it's about behavioral psychology. It's an advertising issue because... If these M&Ms were just M&Ms thrown out on the table, look at this bowl of M&Ms. Don't you want some M&Ms? I mean, that was enough for me to eat M&Ms when I was younger. I loved the Christmas M&Ms, the green and the red M&Ms. I would just eat bags of those things. I didn't need a cartoon character dancing around and talking to me and telling me about its you know, penis. I just liked the M&Ms. They sold themselves. I didn't need a cartoon character. I don't know. Maybe that's kind of a revelation to, to explore. It's because we're so desensitized and, 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 and our senses are so burned out that we need constant visual and auditory and psychological stimulation to be able to, to function in society. So 
a bowl of M&Ms doesn't do it anymore. Now we need cartoon M&M characters that run around in commercials. That's the only way we can be stimulated to buy the product. Or maybe that's the point. It's like a casino. It just overrides your senses and you're like, well, this is a funny commercial. I guess I'll go buy M&Ms. Why do you think they put the red and the yellow M&M right in the front? Why do you think they put the red and the yellow colors right on the front of the website? Because it draws your eyes to it. Red and yellow say stop. Caution. Your subconscious says, okay, stop. What are we doing? Stop. The yellow says caution. I'm being cautious or something. What am I doing here? What am I doing? Oh, M&Ms. Oh, I'll go buy some of those. That's how it works. M&Ms don't care. They don't care about your politics. They don't care about your identity. They don't care about anything. They're making massive amounts of profit. And then idiots like myself are talking about it. And I have a responsibility when I talk about it to not fall into that marketing trap, which is why I'm telling you and I'm showing you and I'm exposing that this isn't about politics. It's not about race. It's not about gender. It's not about identity. It's about profit. It's about psychology. Because if these were not anthropomorphized characters, we'd have no problem at all. We'd have no issue at all if the products weren't marketed as animated anthropomorphic characters. This is an advertising, marketing, and psychology issue. And if we personally, as individuals, because the advertising, marketing, and psychological issue is the Mars Corporation, but if we as individuals weren't obsessed with people's skin color, and if we weren't obsessed with people's religions, unless we were like wanting to learn about it, if we weren't obsessed with what color we are and what color other people are and what religion we are and what religion other people are and what people's gender and sex are and what people's mental illnesses are, and, and, and what style of mask are you wearing today, ma'am? We weren't concerned with this so-called perceived social justice, we weren't con- which is ultimately cultural Marxism. We weren't concerned with the science. Things that ultimately make people racist, sexist, and anti-scientific-minded. I mean, if you don't believe that a male and a, and a female come together and have a child, that, that is fundamentally anti-genetic and anti-biological. That's the mindset you have. You are anti-biology. You are anti-genetics. You are anti-science. It doesn't matter, though. That's the whole point. It's cognitive dissonance and it's confusion. It's meant to confuse you. It's meant to conform you to the new method of belief, the new normal of belief. Where the same corporations you hate so much continue to make obscene amounts of profit by exploiting the things that you don't even necessarily care about. You just think you care about them because you've been programmed that way by radio and television movies, TV, and entertainment. And then we ignore important things. And I don't mean politics. We ignore other things like while I'm arguing with someone about an M&M, while I'm telling you tonight about the M&M, we're missing some really important details here, folks. Like what do they dye that chocolate with? What is that candy-coated shell? What, where does that red, yellow, green, blue, orange, and brown coloring come from? I mean... Synthetic, artificial. What do you think that food coloring does to the body? Well, first of all, it's toxic. Second of all, it's poison. Third of all, it ain't food. Fourth of all, it increases what they call hyperactivity, and it creates or cultivates overactivity, especially in children whose bodies can't process it, especially in the large quantities that kids might eat candy in. It stunts cognitive development. So the kids grow up thinking the only thing that matters is whether the yellow M&M 
is a pessimist or an optimist? Or if the orange M&M has anxiety or if the brown M&M is running a corporation? Literally focusing people's attention on fictional cartoon characters. Another way to encourage the subconscious acceptance and the coercive ideologies into the digital metaverse. We ignore what we're eating. We ignore larger problems. Breaking it down into a glorifying of mental illness. That's what it is. Nobody with depression, nobody with anxiety looks at that orange M&M and says, I feel represented now. Unless you are so disconnected from reality, including your family, your friends, and the world around you, and that might even include social media, unless you are so disconnected from the physical world and from internally who you are, and you are so confused inherently that the only thing that gives you hope, the only thing that empowers you, the only thing that makes you feel more accepted, the only thing that makes you feel included, the only thing that makes you feel as if the world is going to be made inclusive and equal is a fictional, anthropomorphic, digital, cartoon candy. And that is a really Really scary, depressing, saddening, and terrifying thing. We're not allowed to even have sports heroes anymore. We're not allowed to have heroes at all. Because heroes mean bad guys get their ass kicked. Heroes mean we can be empowered. Unless it's a fictional, over-heroic TV and movies we have with so-called superheroes that have this political tone to them, like in the Eternals where the white straight guy is evil and China comes to save the day. All, I'm sure, very coincidental. So we identify with pieces of candy. So we identify with with cartoon characters. It's mental illness. Acting as mental health. It's your belief and what you think you believe being exploited by a billion-dollar corporation to profit. And that's the sick thing. It's like people that don't like the big corporations fall head over heels to support Mars. And other people who supposedly like the big corporations, if we're talking exclusively about politics, are upset about Mars. And in both cases, who wins? The Mars Corporation. And who wins again when those two political viewpoints come into conflict with another another and start arguing? The Mars Corporation wins again. This time they win bigger. Because it's two opposing forces crashing into each other. It's like the Big Bang. Except it's a big ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Big money going into the Mars Corporation's coffers. And that's kind of the other funny thing about their website is The green color is bigger than all the other colors, which subconsciously, psychologically shows you, here's what the Mars Corporation cares about. The Mars Corporation cares about the red and the yellow in the middle. The red and the yellow in the middle is stop, be cautious, the subconscious saying, what do I focus on? There it is, the M&M, I'll buy some. 
whether they're left, whether they're right, whether they're down the middle, whether they're arguing, whether they're not. And your attention is drawn away from the largest and the color furthest away from the center, the green, because that's what it's all about. And they'll tell you, no, the green is female empowerment. The green is the environment. Really? If the green is the environment and the green is sustainability, why are you using chemicals and making this poison candy? Why are you supporting the World Economic Forum in the United Nations that says they want to do all these wonderful things, but every time you have solar power or wind power, those companies go broke and billions of dollars get dumped into green programs that go nowhere because it's just using you. It's using your good will and good intention to advance evil and corruption, glorifying mental illness, promoting his mental health. And who's doing the glorification? Big banks, big corporations, making profits that you can't comprehend while poisoning your mind and your body with ideology and M&Ms. Taste the rainbow. That's what Skittles tells you. And then Skittles changes their whole pack of colored Skittles. You know, Taste the Rainbow for LGBTQ month or whatever it was. They changed their Skittle pack to all gray. How does that make any sense? Why didn't they just say, Skittles, Taste the Rainbow, every day, all day, every week, every month, every year, we're always about LGBTQ. No, they had to make it all gray. Make everybody the same. Everybody's poor, everybody's sad, everybody's depressed. Women don't have to worry about getting pregnant anymore, only men. That's my theory. The peanut M&Ms, those are pregnant M&Ms. It's only the male M&Ms that can get pregnant. So if you're eating a peanut M&M, those are all male. That's a patriarchy bag of M&Ms if you get the peanut bag. Meanwhile, Apple is telling us, look, men can have babies and their emojis. I mean, who is using that emoji anyway? I'd like to see the statistics on that. I'm sure Apple has the stats on that. Where's where where are they getting these these people that are using an emoji like that? It's not even like people were requesting them. It was literally a company that said, "Let's do it." Nobody's even writing Apple and saying, "I want a man who's pregnant to be the emoji." It's literally, literally, just a company making the decision. It's literally just a company making the decision. So you have to ask, is it about profit or is it about inclusivity? Is it about corporations and big banks fighting for equality? You know, it's just like AT&T and Verizon, all these big companies are spending billions of dollars so you can download movies faster. You buy that? Because if you do, i got a whole bunch of property here in Arizona that's oceanfront. Beautiful oceanfront property. And Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, they're changing their wardrobe. Well, Mickey's staying the same, but Minnie's decided to put on a pantsuit. And some big millionaire fashion designer who's the daughter of one of the Beatles, she's designing the suit because she knows about poverty. She knows about inequality. It's all about psychology, folks. That's all it's about. If these products were not anthropomorphized, 
you wouldn't even have an issue. It's marketing, it's advertising, it's playing on your perceptions of the world that are manufactured, that are created, that are cultivated. It's mental illness acting as mental health promoted by the big corporations and big banks making profit while poisoning your mind and body. That's all that it is. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Please subscribe to the archive to get the ad-free version of the show at thesecretteachings.info. Email us at rzgable at yahoo.com. And also, give us some stars. Give us a comment on the podcast players. I really appreciate it. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you in the next broadcast. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings. But don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.